1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Here we are, everybody. Good morning, happy Thursday to you, 17th day of November 2022. My name is Nick, there's Big J right over there. Yeah. Our powers combined were the morning after with Nicky Big J. Thanks for hanging out with us on this early, early Thursday. It's a foggy Thursday, Big J.
0: No, that's, uh, um, what was it? Air degradation. Uh, uh, oh, out I there. see. Well, see, I, when I think of an inversion, however, I think of more like the
1: way the sky looks than like fog necessarily. But I the guess fog. it's a combo for you? For me yeah you've I experienced think- more than i have that's why i'm asking for your expertise
0: yeah, it does settle there in more in Canyon county but i mean like when you see fog you think inversion Um uh, well i mean you know we don't have a lot of i mean we do have some fog here and there but uh the uh the inversion is, is something that's going to be happening here for the next week or so so
1: yeah it's that time of year where uh we rarely see the sun seasonal depression starts setting in it really turns into winter around here, as if the uh, the coldness hasn't reminded you over the last couple of days. That ain't going anywhere either, Big J. So bundle up, as they I'm say. Thinking about wearing pants one of these days. My God, that's how cold it's gotten, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, we will make sure that we keep you warm in your hearts, because Big J's got a nerd alert for you. Oh man, there's
0: Th- not a lot going on out there.
1: Oh no, that can't be right. Uh, yeah, it can. All right. Uh, well, we'll talk a little bit or whatever Big J has. We also have an opportunity for you to go to John Mullaney. He'll be at Idaho Central Arena. Big J, where's Idaho Central
0: Arena? Uh, it's downtown inside the Grove Hotel. Yeah. Where the Idaho Steelheads play.
1: You get it. It's changed names a couple of times, but that's where you'll find John Mullaney tomorrow night. So we'll hook you up with a couple of pair of tickets to that during the course of the show today. Carl's Jr., bring it by your mm. pop culture SmackDown, <laughs> so a chance for you to win some free food from us as well. All things considered should be a pretty decent Thursday show as we get ready for the end of the week, and we'll kick things off with some Smashing Pumpkins bullet with butterfly wings here on the X-Rocks. Stop. On the morning after with Nick and
0: Big J. We've
1: been talking about how cold it's gotten over the last couple of weeks, Big J. You know who that helps? I I don't know. Basin. Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, they are celebrating their 80th anniversary season, and it's happening a little bit early this year. As a matter of fact, they are hosting a limited opening on Saturday, Big J. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, because they have snowmaking now, plus over the last couple of weeks, there's been a dusting of snow up in the mountains here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, basically, they got three feet already over at Bogus. And so on their 80th anniversary season, uh, they are going to launch it on Saturday. That's the earliest opening date in 28 years. You're still in short pants, bro.
0: I was in short pants. However,
1: the opening is limited to eligible season pass holders and restricted to a number of 100 reduced price lip tickets available online through advanced purchasing only because they feel like it's going to go fast. And they don't have a whole lot of room. They're going to have about seven trails opening. So you'll be able to go and check out and do some skiing if you want to, but it's a very kind of, like, limited opening, if you will. But still, officially, ski season starting at its earliest time ever. Almost 30 years here in the Treasure Valley. So enjoy 80 years of Bogus Basin. You can do so now a little bit early, beginning on Saturday. It's unanimous, Big J. Justin Verlander of the World Series champion Houston Astros was given the Cy Young Award yesterday in the American League. That's the third of his career, and it came after he spent nearly two years recovering from elbow surgery. So a pretty nice climb back up to the mountain for Justin Verlander. And then Sandy Alcantara of the Miami Marlins ended up getting the National League Cy Young Award. It's the first ever for a Marlins pitcher, so congratulations to Sandy. Not so much of a congratulations to some sports stars out there, Big J. Tom Brady, Steph Curry, Shaquille O'Neal, David Ortiz, Shohei Otani, Trevor Lawrence, Udonis Haslam, one of the many athletes across the many sports on this earth that all are a part of a class action lawsuit as a bunch of people have got together in a Florida lawsuit this week to sue the celebrities that endorsed FTX, that cryptocurrency company that went bankrupt. Sue yourself. And, uh, and so they're saying that they convinced them to in- invest in this cryptocurrency and took billions of dollars from people and then, of course, shut doors. The owner then fled the country. It's not. It basically means the company probably wasn't doing something on the up and up, if that makes sense. The second your owner takes a bunch of money out of the account and then bails,
0: not a great look for the company. Yeah, no, not, not a, great a great look. look.
1: The suit alleges that these athletes promoted a scheme that took advantage of unsophisticated investors, and so basically they're admitting they were dumb and they allowed uh, famous people to tell them what to do, and now they want their it money is, back. For it that. is
0: a precarious situation,
1: right? For sure. I, I mean, listen, uh, y- you're you're absolutely right, and uh, th- this is part of the reason why celebrity culture probably isn't a great thing all the way live when they're telling you to invest in things especially like investments you know it's one thing if you say hey uh buy this taco it's another thing if you say hey invest in stuff because that does take a little bit of knowledge but most people don't know that and they just they hear crypto 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 everywhere and they thought they expected to get rich and it didn't work out And now they want their money back. I I don't know. Uh, It doesn't sound to me like they should have a leg to stand on legally against these actual celebrity endorsers.
0: Yeah. But then it's Florida. So I don't know what the hell to think. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's uh, I mean, it's one of those things where uh, I guess it's just I'm sure that they they have probably protected legally. I would imagine when they sign their endorsement deal. I'm also. I, I that's an I interesting don't aspect. I, don't I mean, I, I listen. We endorse products here, Nick. I don't remember signing some sort of guarantee that my endorsement. Do not give anybody be, any ideas. Man. I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, it's uh, that sucks. That would suck. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm kind of uh, feeling for them a little bit. Well, listen, I, I understand
1: what you're saying, but I, I'm not sure that. Well, listen, I guess I, I don't know if I put this uh, Haslam in the same category of clout as, say, like, Shaquille O'Neal. But, I mean, it does seem to be a little bit out there. Again, it. Does, I don't know how this lawsuit got this far. You want to sue the FTX guys? That I get. Yeah. And now, now, in that world, Tom Brady's also a part owner in that company. And so that's yeah. where it starts to get a little bit foggy. Now, the rest of these people, men and women that were mentioned, not owners as part of a share so that's where things start to get a little bit shaky so who knows follow up big j leno's doctor says he's doing good after sustaining third degree burns in an accident over the weekend uh he said in a press conference on wednesday that uh that he has undergone some skin grafts and will undergo will undergo one more by the end of the week but it is in good and stable condition and thinks that he's gonna make it out all right but he's got a long road to get back to, you know, being able to move around and stuff. A pretty big accident happened over the weekend, but he's going to be okay, I guess. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. Falling in reverse, voices in my head here on 100.3 The x Rocks. Hopefully, the voices in your head are telling you to do the right thing most of the time. In fact, this is a story of a gentleman that tried to do that, and I, I feel his pain a little bit. You're familiar with the company called Haribu, right, Big J? Uh, yes. Uh, The company that puts together the gummy
0: bears that are out there? Yeah, the delicious, soft, chewy gummy bears. Do you enjoy gummy bears? I mean, I used to. Not so much anymore? Yeah, I know, they're pure sugar. I can't remember the last time I had one. (laughs) Pure sugar, man. Uh,
1: I'm not much of a fan of the gummy stuff. The stuff that can get stuck in your teeth? No, no thank you. But uh, they certainly are popular all over the world, and they're based in Germany. And a gentleman was on the subway there in Germany and noticed a piece of paper on the floor. And decided he was going to pick it up. And what he found was it was a business check written out to the company Haribu for the amount of $4.7 million. Oh, man. It was endorsed. It was ready to go. It just needed to be taken to the bank, basically. It was what happened. And so this guy, thanks to the voices in his head, does the right thing, calls the company. A representative said, hey, could you do me a favor? Could you just destroy that check? And then send me a photo of proof that you actually did it. So he did. He destroyed the check. He did what he was told. He helped out the company. They didn't lose five million dollars. So you're thinking, you know, as the dude that does that, you're probably thinking, hey, man, it's a pretty big company. It's a lot of money. Maybe they'll help somebody out. You know what I mean? A little bit of a hey, here's what you here's what you get as a reward for your good deed. And they kind of did. You know what they gave him, Big J? free gummy bears yeah six packages of gummy bears oh six packages yeah yeah <laughs> oh whoa and he's like listen i, I don't want to seem ungrateful but i i did t- save you millions of dollars man i thought it was a little bit cheap that they come at me with six bags of gummy bears and so uh, the company says that they appreciate what he did. "Quote Wallace," we recognize this was a cross check that that he could have deposited, but anyone in the company that th- this was addressed to, we would have found the mistake in a matter of moments, and it really isn't that big of a deal. We appreciate the gentleman taking the time to contact us, and hopefully, he enjoys our sweet gesture as a thank you.
0: What a bunch so the of companies
1: doubling down on like, hey God, man,
0: don't they understand the amount of? cachet they could have by treating this dude special exactly they
1: could willy wonka this and really really make themselves out to be a hero but instead they double down on hey he gets what he gets and it's like damn man damn wow real missed opportunity who's ever in charge there in marketing or whatever you're right should have probably been i know somebody like that wait a second what
0: yeah somebody that do that idiotic type of thing
1: as a company,
0: like a head? yeah, yeah, you do, yeah.
1: All right, I'm gonna ask you off the air because I feel like oh, if you I should did, know, uh, do I? Yeah, I'm trying to think if I know anybody that has that kind of power
0: that would do something that cruel. I don't think I do. Or dumb. <laughs> well, I know a lot of dumb people. About. There you go. Think about that. Morning after
1: with Nick and Big J. Give him more than gummy bears, bro. We got ourselves <laughs> a, a nerd trip alert. to Germany, man. Huh? No, this happened in... He lives in Germany. Oh, this he happened, does? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's this no fun. happened in Germany, and he is a German gentleman. Morning After with Nick and Big J, we got ourselves some Nerd Alert action. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. The best in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert. On 100.3, the X-Rocks.
0: Well, if you're tired of hearing about video games that are being turned into movies, you're listening to the wrong thing, my friends, because uh, it continues to happen, and... Some of them continue to be successful. Uh, this is another one. Lionsgate has picked up the rights to make a Streets of Rage movie, Nick, which is being written and produced by John Wick creator Derek Kolstad. Production companies, DJ2 Entertainment, and Escape Artists, which are involved with Sonic the Hedgehog movies, are on board as well. I don't think I remember what Streets of Rage is. Uh, it's a, uh, and that's a, it's a, a um, it was a, a, a fighting game. Okay. So, kind of in the in the, in the form of like uh, it, it was it was a two D kind of thing, and they just did a revival of this game. Uh, Streets of Rage Four came out in twenty twenty. That was pretty successful, but uh, I don't blame you for not knowing it. It was a Sega Genesis classic okay. game, and it wasn't. It was okay, like uh, a Mortal Kombat style fighting game, or like a Double Dragon style fighting game. Not even quite that nuanced. Huh? Uh, a little bit. A little bit less than that. And um, you know, I mean, did it have a plot? Like, not really. No, man. It was, I mean, I don't know what they're doing here uh, they're gonna create something nothing from something here with this so which is the case in a lot of these game adap- adaptations so uh, you know hey if you have a, a, a semi successful gaming IP it's ripe for a movie or a TV series that is true so, uh, there you go speaking of TV the game Awards has just announced it'll be partnering with IMAX to offer live screenings of the show in 40 cities across the United States and Canada not here unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, as for incentive for those who may be on the fence about Buying a cinema ticket to watch an award show IMAX screenings will include an exclusive Extended gameplay preview of the upcoming Dead Space remake for those crazy fans That uh, would like to get into that sort of thing The IMAX partnership was announced By Game Awards and uh, that's uh, Could be a pretty cool thing though uh, They're not doing a lot of uh, those events here At the IMAX these days
1: No, well I mean with only one theater You're getting whatever the large run movie is They're not going to put it on any kind of special screenings at all
0: Yeah, but uh, having the Game Awards uh, uh, Awards back will be uh, will be nice for those who are looking to uh see which games are the best there you go now uh nick yesterday warzone 2.0 dropped and uh what that is that's the free-to-play version of call of duty that you can get in there and do your battle royale style mm-hmm. and uh so i did a drop yesterday to check it out and see how it's going and it, you know what it's it's interesting because you know and, and and i don't know if this is i'd love to know the the general kind of everyday dude or lady out there who goes and likes to play Call of Duty because you know uh, I'm inundated at least on my feeds with uh, streamer people and gaming types that all they do is complain about the game and I'm like, I don't think that's real, you know, because they're, they're only part, they're, they're, they're doing stuff to a particular uh, niche audience that isn't that large, really. When you have a game that sells a uh, billion dollars in three, three days, that's a lot of people buying video games. Clearly, not all of them hate the game. And so I, I sit there and wonder, I'm like, I, I mean, when I get in and play just a regular Call of Duty, I'm having a good time, I enjoy it, I think it's fun. I don't sit there and play hate like a lot of these people do, whatever they do, maybe it's for the their viewers or whatever, but uh, all that you see on, at least in the news feeds, is how much people hate the game, right? Well, what do they hate about it? That's a great question. Uh, I, they don't give a good answer on that. They, they give you stuff like uh, uh, the this weapon isn't nerfed and that sort of thing, and I'm like, uh, you know, a lot of their their stuff isn't relative to an everyday gamer. Well, you know? I mean, I
1: do the same stuff for Madden. So, I mean, I buy it every year, and I hate it, and I hate it, and I hate this year's version as well, and, I, and the game continues to be broken for me, and I continue to spend money on it. So I also can understand... I see a lot of Madden hate in my world sometimes because of the stuff that I play in. So, uh, But I, I think there's some legitimate complaints there. But also, I know there's people out there that absolutely love it and yeah. spend a ton of money on it and all that kind of stuff. But it's just... Uh, I, it's like anything, uh, it's subjective, and as long as you like it, I guess that's all that matters. There's right?
0: a couple of new features, though, that are really interesting that I think need to be talked about. One of those is that in uh, in Warzone 2.0 now, you have something called proximity chat. So before, when you would do chat, generally it would be like either you were in a, in a, a party with your friends, mm-hmm. and then no one else outside of that group can hear what you're saying. Uh, or you're in your lobby and playing, and so everybody on your side can hear what you're saying. Um, but with proximity chat, it's whoever's in your close proximity can hear each other. So that goes for people you're playing against as Why well. Why would they do that? Uh, here's, there's a couple reasons. One, you can do A, uh, it makes for a lot more fun in some regards, but also uh, a particular new game mode, uh, which, is, uh, which they're testing out called DMZ. And basically it's an open world narrative focused extraction mode. Where operator squads have free reign to complete faction-based missions, they take on additional side objectives, and uh, there are AI combatants out there, so they're bots, but they're also real players in this world. And um, basically, you search for items and things like that, and you'll get, uh, you know, you'll get certain missions that you have to uh, accomplish, and you go out there and do that. And some that you guys you come up against will be real and some won't and so the proximity chat is is how that works. Now this is a complete rip off of a game called Escape from Tarkov which is a pretty cool and interesting game and uh, does have some interesting interactions with people and some of those things can be pretty cool which is why the proximity chat is there I think and uh, I'm kind of interested in trying out DMZ. I haven't done it yet but uh, there's some new stuff that they're trying out and uh, not just doing the same old same old. See if
1: you hate it as much as the people on Big J's feet. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your Nerdler, courtesy of Big J. With Nick and Big J. The Aviation Safety Network is a yearly study that puts out stuff that tries to make people feel better about traveling on planes. And uh, they decided that this year their goal was to try to make people feel a little bit better about having to be stuck in that middle seat. You understand? Yeah. It, it sometimes is not a very comfortable place to be. It Especially between the morning after. Yeah, nobody wants to be uh, in between you or I on an airplane. It does not feel like a comfortable flight. And uh, and some people have been uh, stuck in that particular position.
0: That's how we would we would, we would would actually plot how we were going to do that. We were taking flights on Southwest. We're yeah. like, I'll, you take the aisle, I'll take the window, and we should be good to yeah. go. It will guarantee
1: to be the last pl- pl- seat on the plane, Phil.
0: And and it, it always was. Yeah. It always was. <laughs> Usually it was under protest, the person that did it. I felt right. bad. I felt fat. Uh, I'm so sorry to all of you ladies and
1: gentlemen out there. <laughs> but uh, they want you, because planes have been fairly packed lately, they want you to feel a little bit better about being stuck in the middle, if you will. And so they show that the uh, back middle seats of an airplane have only a 28% mortality rate, Big J, in the event of a crash. That's the lowest of any other seat location, according to the Aviation Safety Network. They analyzed data from about 65 plane crashes and determined that middle aisle seats have the highest mortality rate at 44%. Seats in the back of the cabin, second lowest mortality rate, 32%. Luckily, plane crashes are, of course, rare. But let me advise... They're not asking for any advice, but to the Aviation Safety Network, I know you want to make everything seem positive, but... I don't think you should be making us think about plane crashes, guys. That's like the antithesis yeah. of aviation yeah. safety. So do, do us a favor. Study whatever you want to study, but don't tell us where to sit on planes if you don't want to die. That feels like a really weird thing to have to think about before getting on an airplane. And I don't want to have to think about, like, that's the kind of thoughts that's probably best to push out of your mind so that people have less freakouts on airplane.
0: Yeah, and not only this, but be, because, you know, we get that, that plane crashes are rare, I think it's even rarer for there to be survivors <laughs> of a plane crash. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Now, to, to take away uh, right. the, you know, your, your statistics there. Yeah, well, and uh,
1: like I said, I mean, it's also strange to be bragging about the fact that still, you know, 72% of people in this seat die no matter what. So it's a weird, it's a weird flex, mm-hmm. yep. and maybe not a great idea. I don't think. I, stop commissioning these studies, Aviation Safety Network, please. Big uh, Bryce Harper, the Philadelphia Phillies right fielder, is finally scheduling surgery on his right elbow. Probably going to keep him out of commission through the start of the 2023 season. Uh, the injury kept him from fielding but not hitting since May. Of course, he led the Phillies to the World Series as well, so it uh, wasn't a bad season, but he's going to need some surgery to make that happen. Thursday night football tonight. The Tennessee Titans travel to Green Bay to take on the Green Bay Packers. If you want to watch the game, it is on Amazon Prime. And, Big J, what do the X and CNN have in common? I, I don't know. Uh, both of us have had to have conversations with our employees about drinking on the job. CNN <laughs> is cutting back on its booze. <laughs> that uh, that of drink? course, their New Year's Eve celebration... <laughs> Why are you looking at the calendar when you
0: get treatment? I'm just, yeah, yeah, exactly. At work in particular.
1: The uh, CNN is cutting back on its New Year's Eve kind of celebrations. Of course, it's pretty famous for having the live broadcast and at some point, somebody getting way too drunk on said broadcast and going viral for it. So they put out a memo where like, hey, guys, why don't we take it down a notch this year and try not to get absolutely S-faced on camera? during New Year's Eve because things usually don't go well, uh, which was a conversation we've had to have with several employees after X-Fest, Big J. It's always fun. Oh, yeah. Never uncomfortable, uh, to say the least. But that was a very long time ago as well, Big J. Uh, it was yeah. after a certain <laughs> incident that happened that we were like, hey guys, maybe, uh, number one, let's stop drinking at uh, events at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Number two, let's try to keep our shirts on as much as possible.
0: I'd like to say, uh, Neither of the that wasn't us. No, no. It was no. not me. No. It wasn't you. No, it wasn't us. It was not us. I was the one that had to have the conversation. I know. Morning after with Nick
1: and Big J, there's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. It is Bush More Than Machines here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And a reminder, we're giving away a brand new UTV. It's a beautiful CX Moto 5 side-by-side by side UTV from Birds of Prey Motorsports and, of course, Volkswagen and Boise teaming up to help us out with this particular thing. And we got a couple of times a day you can get qualified for, and one of them happens to be right about now. If you want to play a little game called UTV, it would be advisable for you to get on the phone, 208-287-1003 that's the number you need to call you play a game called utv whereas i'm thinking of a word that begins with either the letters ut or v you got to use the clues that i have to figure out which word i'm thinking of big j got it in two can you defeat big j (laughs) i doubt it I, i doubt it too but we'll see hello the x
0: hello hi what's your name please Janine. Oh, she can. She's done it before.
1: Alright, Janine. He thinks it's pretty confident you're going to get this. We're going to play UTV. Are you ready for clue one? I'm ready. Lots of people take these this time of year. Next clue. This word was also a Chevy Chase movie franchise. Vacation. Yes! Vacation is right where Big J got equal, it as well. Equal. Equal. Good job. Big J's always been a big fan of equality. Congratulations <laughs> to you, Janine. Hang on one second. We will get you all qualified for the UTV that we are going to be giving away. And you can listen at 5.30 for another chance to play UTV. By the way, the final clue, this V word usually involves some travel, preferably to a place with a warmer climate. So vacation (laughs) indeed was the word, and your chance to win again will come up tomorrow right around this time. We're going to come back with some We're Going to Hell. It is next on The X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. New York City is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell Story, Big J, And it's not a good look for the New York City Medical Examiner's Office in this particular story because, I mean, I guess there's a certain amount of trust that's involved in a position like that because they're doing things that a lot of people don't want to do, don't have to deal with, don't want to deal with, are going through traumatic and awful things, and you certainly trust somebody to do their job, and when you get reports and stories like this where you go, somebody has taken advantage of that trust, it's difficult for you to now think, I wonder how many times this has happened before. But it's a story, unfortunately, that begins with a gentleman that passed away in his apartment in New York City. And so as the police were on the scene and, you know, somebody has to pick up that body and take it to the morgue, right? The medical examiner's office and make sure there's an autopsy prepared or whatever. And so it's people that work for the New York City or the medical examiner's office in general that come to these scenes, take the bodies and victims away and take them to where they're supposed to go. And that's exactly what was happening. A New York City medical examiner's office worker was taking this body and preparing it for a transportation from the place in his apartment to the medical examiner's office. And that is when out of the corner of his eye Trevor Reams, the 49 year old worker for the New York City medical examiner's office, noticed that in the bedroom of the gentleman that they were trying to take to the morgue there was a big beautiful Louis Vuitton bag Big J. And he's like Hey, man. Dead men don't use luggage. Uh, That's a pretty good deal. Maybe if it just, you know, finds its way on my little cart here, that'll be cool. And so uh, that's what he did. He ended up taking the Louis Vuitton bag. It was just him. He was in the apartment by himself. But body cam footage from police officers on the scene show the bag in the corner before the actual medical examiner worker arrives. And then when they return to the scene as he's packing up the body, that bag is no longer there. Now, the reason why they went back and found it is because... Trevor Reams wasn't exactly smart about what he had swiped. He was on duty, it was the beginning of his shift, so he knew that he was going to have to, you know, find a way to stash this thing somewhere so he could go back and get it. And then he forgot about it, Big J. Because he went off of his shift, he ended up putting the bag in a uh, a pillowcase that was also on the scene, and then leaving that pillowcase kind of in the corner with other dirty stuff that usually you clean up at the end of the night. If you're a medical yeah. examiner, worker, no, transport, okay. I guess. Yeah. And he decided to or neglected to clean up his rig after he got off his shift. And so the next person on was cleaning up his stuff going, man, Trevor never cleans up his truck. What the hell? And then he's like, hang on a second. There's a Louis Vuitton bag right here. Inside of a pillowcase. What the hell's going on? What the hell? And so Trevor gets called and he plays dumb, and that's when they look at the body cam footage of the police officer and they go, No, dude, it's here. You're in the place by yourself. He comes back in, it's gone. It's very clear you took it on purpose and put it inside this bag. So now he's facing theft charges and all sorts of stuff. He's been fired from his job, of course. And now I start to think, OK, how many other medical yeah. examiners
0: have helped themselves? Not, or not him. I mean, particularly him, because clearly he's done this more than once, because he, he, if you were, this is the first time you did something like this, you'd be super paranoid about that laying around. All you would do is think about it. You would think, yeah. even if you had done it
1: before, all you would do is go, I left it there. I have to remember the thing that I illegally took from a victim's apartment. I mean yes you're right it should be omnipresent in your thoughts I'm not sure how that particular piece of evidence was overlooked in unless Trevor's he's night. also
0: doing his job high as you know all get out
1: Yes you're absolutely right that could be a part of it uh, although there were no other charges involved in this particular thing just larceny official misconduct and both of them are felony misdemeanors so he'll be facing a lot of charges and, hey, man, I know you think that person's not around anymore, so what are they going to do with it? But it's not cool to take that stuff, especially after they're dead. Bad, bad, bad to steal from the dead, right? Yeah. Something, something karmically is going to come back in. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X. Ex- Morning <coughs> After with Nick and Big J. Jay, it turns out, at least according to a new employee study, if you are a boss that is really controlling and make sure you micromanage every aspect of your employee's life, odds are your employees aren't going to like you very much. Really? Yeah, it's just it. Crazy. The University of East Angelina has reported that that's the case. They did a study of over 15,000 employees here in the United States of America and found that, you know what? Uh, managers who set goals monitor but also let people do their own thing in their own space and encourage employees to succeed end up doing pretty well as a boss those that are restrictive and get on their employees case about every single thing and micromanage what they do including making sure they're working at all hours of the time and double checking and all that stuff they employees feel like that makes a very unfun workplace and therefore usually dislike their boss dislike their job and want to move on as quickly as possible
0: yeah and those bosses are usually narcissists
1: also true and so, it, it, you know, it sometimes, listen, there are also some jobs that require that kind of position and others that don't. And I think that kind of needs to play a role in this. So I, I, But they did run the gamut from, you know, like manual labor to actually people working in high rises and stuff like that. So they let everybody know and talk to everybody. And this is what you found out. Basically, if you're a jerk and you treat your employees like garbage, they don't like you, big J. But if you're nice yeah, and give and them some freedom and
0: space and responsibilities... They enjoy working for you. I'd imagine they'd be quick to stab you right in the back, too. Literally or figuratively? Both. Oh my God. Please do not resort to violence in the workplace. Well, thankfully, I have a boss who isn't a narcissistic jerk. I'm working on it. Houston Astros <laughs> ace Justin
1: Verlander was unanimously named the American League Cy Young Award winner yesterday. It's the third Cy Young Award of his career and came after he spent nearly two years recovering from elbow surgery. Sandy Alcantara of the Miami Marlins was the National League Cy Young Award winner. This is the first Cy Young for the Miami franchise period we got a Thursday Night Football game tonight. Uh, Derrick Henry going up against the Green Bay Packers on the road in Lambeau Field. Big J, the Packers have a bad run defense. Are you expecting a big game from your workhorse, Derrick Henry,
0: tonight? You would think so, yeah. Uh, You never know. I
1: mean, yes, you're absolutely right. And who knows? He absolutely could go off. But, I mean, I cannot stress enough what a wild card Thursday Night Football is like I never know how it's going to work. I mean, the Titans are already banged up coming into the game. Packers are banged up as well and it's like and they playing and the Packers just played an overtime game <laughs> on Sunday and now they've yeah. got a Thursday night game as well. So it is it's a lot. This one could be low scoring. I don't know much and I I don't certainly recommend gambling, but I'd look at the under.
0: And I've know. got and I've got two, you know, players potentially that could make uh, a difference for this week's game for Oh, me. that's right, because
1: you're going back to the Aaron Rodgers wagon, right? <sighs> yeah. You not? All right, well, be careful, my friend. <laughs> hey, I know. Proceed with caution, I'm telling you as a Packers fan. You know
0: who Joseph Quinn is, yes, Big J. Yeah, uh, Joseph Quinn. You
1: do. Uh, He is Eddie on Stranger Things. Oh, yes. That's the actor that played the character Eddie on Stranger Things. And uh, they're trying to figure out what's next for him. And the answer could be part of a gigantic franchise. Uh, he apparently is in talks to star alongside Lupita Nyong'o in the brand new movie, A Quiet Place Day One, which is the origin story of the A Quiet Place franchise. The film is set to be released in March 8th of 2024, and that could be your two leads in this big horror franchise, which obviously I think people are interested to see in what he does next. And uh, they they don't know what's going to happen in Stranger Things world, but we know maybe at least this is what he's up to. And good for him, man. I mean, Joseph Quinn's one of those guys that has been acting forever. He's not a teenager, even though he really plays one on, yeah. on Stranger Things. And uh, and he has been grinding and doing stuff. He was on Game of Thrones just a little bit part that kind of stuff. Nice to see him kind of break through to superstar. I agree or disagree, Big Jay? Yeah, for sure, man. We'll see how it goes. Uh, maybe this will be your way to dip your toe into the franchise because it actually is pretty good, Big J. <laughs> Culture
0: Smackdown. <laughs> on the morning after, with Nick and Big J. Pop culture Smackdown today brought to you by Carl's Jr. and the Big Carl and the Really Big Carl. Uh, when you're really craving a burger, you want a real burger. You want charbroiled beef stacked high on melty cheese. God, I do. So get your hands on a burger with enough meat to satisfy a real craving, the Big Carl and the really Big Carl, only Carl's Jr. Great morning after prize package here. We'll get you a Carl's Jr. gift certificate, get you a couple of these Big Carl's if you want, and we'll hook you up with tickets to John Mulaney. The comedian's going to be here tomorrow at the Idaho Central Arena here in downtown Boise. So you just got to beat me in pop culture smackdown. Some burgers and some laughs. Could it get any better? I don't know. It depends on if you can answer
1: some questions. 208-287-1003. Today, Big J is Danny DeVito's birthday. He's 78 years old. And Danny DeVito has been in a lot of things, but Danny DeVito also one of the more powerful players in Hollywood because he has put together behind the scenes some of the biggest movies in Hollywood history. And we're gonna talk about those, the behind the scenes Danny DeVito stuff with Pop Culture Smackdown today. So be ready. Hello, the X. Oh, yeah. Danny DeVito scared some people off, I bet. Hello, The X.
0: Hey,
1: good morning, guys. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name is Lucas. All right, Lucas, you're up first. Lucas, one of the movies that Danny DeVito brought to life was a movie called Pulp Fiction. That is because he saw this gentleman's movie called Reservoir Dogs and said, I want to put together the next movie he writes and directs. Who are we talking about?
0: Uh, Clinton right. That
1: is correct. Wow! But Jay, Did not know that. F- one of the first movies Danny DeVito ever produced was this 1994 Gen X classic starring Ben Stiller, Winona Ryder, and Ethan Hawke. Reality Bite. That is correct. Right. Lucas, back to you. There wouldn't be 100 plus episodes and two movies worth of funny for this Comedy Central TV show about a Nevada police department if Danny DeVito didn't vouch for its stars to the network. What show are we talking about? nine one one. That is correct. He's an executive producer of that. Big Crazy. J, Danny DeVito is one of the biggest reasons this Zach Braff indie comedy got made and helped put him in touch with Natalie Portman, who starred in the movie and made it a hit.
0: Oh man! I mean, like, it has something to do with New Jersey, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I and I can't re- I can't remember the name of it. You're not going to get there? Yeah. Zach Braff's sad romance. Wrong. No, no, I'm sorry. That's not correct. Lucas, that means you win. Do you
1: happen to know the answer to the Zach Braff indie movie with uh, Natalie Portman? Oh, Garden, yeah, Garden State. State. Garden State. Lucas do right. it. They got the big J too late. Sorry. Congratulations, Lucas. You're going to go check out John Mulaney <laughs> tomorrow night. And you've got some Carl's Damn Jr. It. coming your way as well. Yes. Garden State. Daddy DeVito, also executive producer. Uh, we didn't even get to... Aaron Brockovich, which he also executive produced, and was nominated for an Oscar So for. he's
0: rich. He he's super
1: rich. And he's directed movies. I mean, he, he that's what I'm saying. Like, you think of him as just like the goof from like Taxi and all of sudden. romancing the stone. But he directed that one too. And but he is so well versed behind the scenes. It's crazy. Uh happy birthday to Dan DeVito, a national treasure. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will do some headlines. That's happening next on the X Rock on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Volkswagen and Boise. This Friday, going to be out there broadcasting live 2 to 4 for a chance for you to qualify for our brand new UTV. We giveaway give away slots for... So join the X at Boise Volkswagen, 8400 West Franklin Road. Be set up inside, ready to qualify you for the UTV giveaway. Stop on by, take a test drive, learn about the Sign Then Drive event at Boise Volkswagen. Zero down, zero due at signing, zero payments for the first month. It's all checked out this Friday. Big Jay broadcast, broadcasting live two to four at Boise Volkswagen with 100.3. The X. Win the UTV, man. The J headlines are as follows. Do not try this at home. You know what they say. And frickin' Bluetooth. Frickin' Bluetooth. A carjacking suspect in Pennsylvania is on the run from the police after he was identified thanks to his bi-phone. Police say two men followed a woman to her car in a parking lot, demanded her cell phone and keys, and then drove off with her car. Police found the vehicle a couple of hours later, but the two men had already fled. A surveillance camera captured the theft, and a security guard who works at the nearby high school said, you know what, I recognize one of those carjackers, but I'm not really sure what his name is. And turns out they got a pretty big clue when they discovered that an iPhone named Daryl's phone was connected to the vehicle. Uh, and the arrest warrant has been issued for Daryl and the gentleman who then the uh, high school police officer told him that he recognized him. And that was his name. So Daryl's iPhone connecting to the Bluetooth in the car led them to him, which is not good. And now they're searching for him. So reminder, Bluetooth can get you caught sometimes, kids. Technology can be your best friend or your worst enemy. But also, hey, don't carjack people you know? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but uh, do you do you connect your phone to your car? Yeah, of you course. Do. I don't. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you're an animal. Well, I mean, I just I, You're a monster. I do, not, I do not need another place for my phone to be surrounded by me. It's a nice little break, actually, and so I know how to do it. I know it's easy. I used to do it, and now I'm just like I've got this brand new car, and I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm not gonna set it up so that it's constantly connected to my car. I don't need that. It'll be a nice little break, so that when I'm driving, I'm actually driving, and I realize I'm in the minority. But yeah, I don't, I don't do it, uh, and I feel like I've kind of enjoyed it a little bit more. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, uh, like sure. Having yeah. that little bit of a of yeah, a break. You can't control yourself other
1: places, so you got to do it in the car. I yeah, get it. pretty like pretty much everything, it's all impulses. Me, do not try this at home, or you know what I say. You know what I say? Actually, I said that wrong. You know what they say?
0: Uh, how big are your feet, Big Jay? Uh, like specifically? size 11 <laughs> what would the option other option be well i mean they're also kind of wide so i mean 11 wide if you want to get real <laughs> thanks man the guinness book of world records says you come comically
1: short of being the biggest feet in the world that would belong to tanya herbert of houston texas she now has the title of largest feet on a living person after her right foot measured 13.03 inches long, and her left foot was 12.79 inches long. She is 6'9 herself. She wears a women's size 18, men's about 17, depending on the brand. But she is only three inches shorter than the world's tallest living woman. But she does have to buy her shoes online, Big J. She can't just walk in anywhere. But uh, you know what they say about women, big feet, right? No. What do they say? Big socks. Wrap it up with do not try this at home. Running a marathon is quite the physical feat in general, so it was especially notable after a 50-year-old man ran a marathon in China on November 6 while just chain-smoking cigarettes. He also finished the race in 3 hours and 28 minutes. Photos of the man, known only as Uncle Chen, have gone viral to the Chinese social media app Weibo. He was also photographed running marathons in 2018 and 2019 while chain-smoking, so apparently this is his thing. Jesus. I mean, yeah, I I agree. Seems counterintuitive, but whatever. The Chinese makes you happy.
0: John Daly. Yeah.
1: But he's in a, good shape. Yeah, he's in better shape than John Daly. Uh, debatable inside, but certainly outside. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything you need to know. <coughs> Rage Against the Machine, people of the sun here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's be honest, a lot of times this morning show is shallow as a kiddie pool. But every once in a while, we like to get real deep. And how about we do that right now by talking about, I don't know, how about the purpose and will to live, Big
0: J? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been some great quotes that, that highlight what we're talking about here. I think from one of your favorite movies, uh, Nick, uh, get, bu- g- get Busy Living or Get Busy Dying. Shawshank Redemption. Damn right. Um, let's see. From Rambo 4. Uh, if you're not If you're not going to live for something, then what are you going to die for? No, I messed that whole thing (laughs) up. You're going to die for nothing or live for something. Are you sure that's it? Yes, that's it. Okay. okay. Uh, And then hate breed, live for this, which is a great quote. The point is that you have a much lower risk of mortality uh, early if you are living for something. Boston University researchers found the extent to which someone perceives a sense of direction and goals in their life. So it's linked to having a lower risk of death from any cause. And this applies across uh, all races and ethnicities and genders, etc. So basically what that means is if you're not living to do something, then chances are you're just waiting to die.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it totally makes sense. I mean, if you have purpose, if you have this particular vision, if there's a reason for you to keep on getting up out of bed in the morning, that sometimes is going to be the motivation to keep you on this earth.
0: And that's a moving target because sure. it changes. I mean, for, for years, uh, for me, it was like, hey, I want to make sure that I can provide for my kids and make sure that you know they can be, uh, have a good start at life. And, well, that's accomplished now. So um, uh, I feel like that that I need to move on to something different, and that's why the last couple of years in particular, I've really focused some energy and, and doing what I can to help um, raise money and awareness for the Alzheimer's Association. Of course, I have personal you know reasons for that, too, but it really has come into focus. That's a great thing for me, being able to spend some extra time to do that and to have a reason to, to get up and keep going.
1: Sure. Yeah. And for a lot of us, that's our children, and uh, that will forever be our children, and so that's, that's a good thing thing to have and it doesn't even need to be something that big sometimes it's baby steps that gets you to that whatever point
0: you know I always jokingly say I'm like oh hey you know the next uh, let's say Grand Theft Auto 6 is supposed to come out I'm like that's a reason to stay alive (laughs) that's not really a reason to stay alive I'm sorry (laughs) everybody okay
1: but it is funny and technically
0: could be a little true there's nothing wrong if those are your goals. You know what I
1: mean. If that's really what it is, sometimes it's those little things that get you through the day when it's been rough. Yeah. And so th- that
0: means it's been real rough.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. While you should, I would say, agree with you, set the bar higher. I'm not here to judge anybody for if that's what gets you out of bed in the morning. Is you want to have, you want to make sure you're around for a video game or the next Marvel movie, as we often talk about. Whatever the case may be, whatever that is, it's just good to have something. And as Big Jay said, move those goalposts from time to time so that it's not well, not it's like I can die now is a thing that is said sometimes. But mm-hmm. it's always nice to have that next thing to look forward to as well, just in case you're curious. A little motivation for your morning. Morning After with Nick and Big Jay. Got your bad impressions. They're happening next on the x Rocks.
0: After with Nick and Big Jay. Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center Pre-Owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. And we have some tickets here for you, some comedy. John Mulaney going to be in town on Friday night. We'll get you there. It's at the Idaho Central Arena. So we'll hook you up with those tickets if you figure out Bad Impressions here this morning. And I think it'll probably take two
1: clues. All right. 208-287-1003. That's our number. If you want to get your laughs on with John Mulaney tomorrow night, all you have to do is figure out Big J's bad impression, which works like this. He has written down three clues. They all three point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure it out in those three or less, then you are going to the show tomorrow night. And Big J has predicted you'll be able to get it in two. Let's see if you prove him right to the phones we go. Hello,
0: the X. Hi. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? Steve. All right, Steve, you're up first. I promised I would only make 10 feature films. TV show, though? Who knows?
1: Uh, Next one.
0: I've directed some great movies like Pulp Fiction and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Quentin Tarantino. There you
0: go. Hey, man. Good job. Hey, not one second, Steve. We'll get that information from you. What was Clue 3, just for fun? Like so many great, creative people, I started out working in a video store.
1: And, of course, uh, he came up in Pop Culture Smackdown. He comes up again in Bad Impressions. Why is Quentin Tarantino
0: in the news? Yeah, well, uh, he's sticking to that uh, that claim about the 10 movies so far, so he's got one left in him at some point. But he uh, was doing a, an interview here recently and he says he plans to shoot an 8-part series in 2023 for TV, but he dropped no further details about it. Huh. Interesting. Okay.
1: Uh, Well, listen, I'm all for it. I I do happen to be a fan of his work, but I... I'm not super interested in like all the other pre stuff that he's like the podcasts and all that kind of stuff. I don't I don't have a whole lot of interest in that. So as long as he's going back to doing something creative that I can see in some way, shape, or form, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what this means, but um, you know who knows? And I'm like dangling that out. 2023 is. That's like right around the corner. I mean, right, you got you know he's going to put together a TV show and and I mean film it and all that stuff in 2023 and have it come out. That's a lot of stuff going on. Well, you know
1: all he would have to say is I want to do it and people would be lining up to throw money at him. whatever oh, it is he wants yeah. To do
0: now he's directed a couple TV shows mm-hmm. in the past CSI Crime Scene Investigations and ER. Way yes, back.
1: I remember the uh, I remember it was a big uh, that was before the world of DVR. I remember what, setting aside time so that I could watch the ER episode that he. directed. Like I went out of yeah. my way to watch it, and it was basically a normal ER episode, except in one scene, a couple of the doctors walked down with sunglasses on. That's what I vividly remember from Dr. The ER.
0: Doctor Ross and go all vampire? <laughs> no,
1: that's where they met, I think. Yeah. But it was like it was a couple of the uh, the nurses that were just walking down the hospital with sunglasses on, looking all cool and badass. And I was like, okay, there's the Quentin Tarantino look, I guess. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will wrap up this show here next on the X Rocks. Star- <laughs> That is Bear Tooth, that is Riptide, and that's gonna do it for the morning after with Nick and Big J. Got a nice nerd alert today, courtesy of Big J. We told you to watch your possessions around medical examiners, apparently New York City, as they'll lift your Louis Vuitton bag after you're dead. And then uh, forget all about it in their car and get caught. And we also let you know that, you know what, if you want to win money, this is the place to be. We did it with another Attentation Retaliation code word, and that will happen again tomorrow. The rest of the code words today happening at 11, 1, 3, and 5. So keep listening for your chance to get in on that action. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J.
0: Yeah, uh, it appears that Corn has themselves their own hot sauce, Nick. All right. Heatonist, now they're the folks uh, behind uh, Hot Ones. Uh, They provide all the hot sauces for that show on YouTube and now on television and um, it's you wouldn't be surprised by this probably but it's got uh, roasted corn in it Nick that makes sense to me yeah smoky chipotle and pineapple is it supposed to be super spicy or
1: what's the nope level? it's
0: not super spicy I think it's like at a very medium level uh, there and uh, sounds I, I'm not into the sweeter hot sauces but I definitely try this well you have to you're it's, obligated it's for it's your job corn here to slay. Get it,
1: God, man. There you go. When is it available, or is it now? Uh, I think it's
0: available now. And, and Ian had sent me a message late last night, and he because he saw me post on this on my Instagram. huh. And you know, he for a Christmas present or birthday present got me a year subscription to Heatnist. Okay,
1: if they like, send you yeah, like monthly yeah. sauces, and he's
0: like, hey, I got a couple of these left. Do you want me to send have one sent to you? Oh, there you go. And I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> You'll give it a shot. You made it I'm not so, turn like, down Do you anyway. have
1: like a shelf in your like it's, like pantry it is, filled yeah, with I I saucy. need
0: to. And some of them I don't even want to try. Uh, I don't oh, know why. really? Yeah. How come? I've given some a bunch of weight cuz I think some of them are just too hot. I see. Okay. And so you you are look you're chasing the
1: pleasure side of this. Yeah. You're not doing mm, it for pain. Pleasure. Okay. Uh, well, uh, hopefully the corn one is good. Let us know when you get it so we can do an official taste test. Hey, a good reminder: Big J gonna be broadcasting live this Friday, two to four p.m. from Boise Volkswagen for UTV remote. Join them uh, at eighty four hundred West Franklin Road and step inside and get ready to qualify for that UTV that we're trying to give away. You can also take advantage of the sign then drive event happening at Boise Volkswagen. This is tomorrow, two to four p.m. Big J broadcasting live at Boise Volkswagen. Your chance to get qualified for that UTV. Go check it out tomorrow. That's when we will see you. Jason Drew's coming in next. You guys have a good one. It's Ex Rocks. <laughs>